welcome to the Pinstripe Alley podcast. Um, sorry about the rain. Let me. <laughs> we didn't make it rain. Okay. Why are you apologizing? Did you? Well, maybe you did make it rain, Shaw. Did you? I did. I did my uh, rain dance and I made it rain because I didn't want to pay attention to the Yankees this week. But but they're doing so well. Why would you do that? Because baseball is bad this week. Nothing is good. Okay. Okay, I get that. <laughs> I hear you. Nothing is good. I am very upset. I'm still broken. Yeah, we'll talk about that in one second after I finish our intro. But I guess. <laughs> as always, with me is Kun Shaw, who is our apparent rainmaker. I'm Greg Kirkland. Welcome to this sad and well, sad beginning and hopefully happy ending to the Pasop. All right, let's just let's just get it out of the way right now, since we literally talk about it on every single Pasop. Robinson. I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off really quickly. Oh, okay. I'm too busy laughing at happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it'll have a happy ending. Perhaps, you know. The, the Pinstripe Alley podcast is now rated X. <laughs> I was going for a more Disney ending, you know. I was not. <laughs> I was away. I have with... a dirty mind, and I'm a child, so I was laughing. All right, so we're going to link to Pornhub at the end of this, <laughs> this sop, I guess. The porn sop? The... Is that what we're going for at the end? This is the porn sop, yes. <laughs> the the porn... P in Pasop is for Pornhub. The Porn Stripe Alley podcast. <laughs> or Pinstripe Alley Porncast. Something. It's just, it's just all porn. All right. But anyway. Robinson Cano. Let's, let's talk about oh. that. I went sixty to zero real fast. Real fast, <laughs> like like the actual announcement did. I mean, yeah, it was bad enough because like you know he got hurt and he got injured and I was already upset by that that he possibly oh. needs surgery, and then boom, uh, steroid. Well, I would say like let's say PEDs, but it wasn't PEDs. It was something that masks PEDs, but then it's possible that they found earlier peds and the masking agent for the peds were enough to see that he did do peds and i don't know am i explaining this accurately yeah so he tested positive for a diuretic the name might uh escapes my mind right now and i don't really care to look it up but he tested positive for a diuretic which supposedly helps like increase the amount of like basically how much you pee and so it's used as like a, a masking agent because it f- basically flushes your entire body. So it doesn't – when you test positive for diuretic, MLB doesn't automatically uh, suspend you just for testing positive for that. At that point, they bring in like an indiv- individual arbitrator and the arbitrator has to like have their own investigation into whether or not he was taking the diuretic for like a legitimate reason, which he claims, or was he trying to mask something, which – Obviously, MLB and the arbitrator think he did or was trying to or did do because they didn't find anything else in his system and uh, handed him a 80-game suspension. Right. Effective immediately. So when it first got announced that he was going to – or once Twitter started blowing up with the news that Cano was going to be suspended, a lot of people were wondering – is his time on the DL, like, can he serve the suspension while he was on the disabled list? Turns out he can. So that's helpful? I guess. But he's still he's still ineligible from, you know, postseason play because 
of the suspension and the joke every single person has made so far because he plays on the Mariners. Oh, yeah. No, I'm about to make that joke, too. It's like, uh, let's slow our roll here a bit. <laughs> One, the Astros and Angels are doing pretty well. And two, the Mariners are the Mariners. Actually, the Oakland Athletics aren't even doing that badly. No, they have a solid offense. Yeah, pitching needs work, but, you know, their their offense is pretty – I mean, we saw firsthand how decent it was. And also, they beat Boston two games out of three. So, again, thank you, Athletics. Yeah, a effort, a yeah. effort. I, yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, what's great about that is that put the Yankees in officially in first place and gave them the best record in baseball. And, you know, this totally matters on May 17th because – I always said, like, um, you know, those kind of things don't matter in May unless the Yankees in, are in first, in which they absolutely matter because every team under us are chumps. I agree with that 100%. <laughs> Go Yankees. Go Yankees. <laughs> but if you think this pop, this, this pop is about homerism, you're damn right. <laughs> oh, God. I just realized that we could give dongs a whole new meaning based off of what we were talking about before. <laughs> Or not a whole new meaning, I guess they're original say, what do you meaning. mean a whole new meaning? We 100% know what we're saying when we say dong. Oh no, I know this. I keep using it because of how much it bothers people. Especially thick monster dongs. Like the Love type me that some judge, thick monster dongs. It's like the Judge and Stanton and Gary hit. I just realized there's going to be an audio clip of me on the internet saying, I love me some thick monster dongs. Thick. Hopefully I'm not juicy. looking for a job anytime soon. <laughs> well... Just make sure to not link to episode 111 of the Pinstripe Alley <laughs> podcast. There's 110, 112. What happened to 111? It didn't happen, man. Just, you know, an audio clip, something happened. I don't know. <laughs> but it exists. No, it, was it, a, it was photoshopped. <laughs> All right. But yes, Kano, uh, the whole thing makes me sad. You know, it does. I, I said, I won't lie. He probably did do PEDs. Do I particularly oh, care? No, but, like, it's one of those things that's like, you know, look, I get that you don't want cheaters to cheat, all that kind of stuff, but if he was doing it to keep healthy, I don't blame him. You know, that's what, I believe that's what Pettit did it for. I mean, I'm pretty much sure, like, A-Rod, I don't know if A-Rod did it for health, he probably just did it, honestly. I think A-Rod did it because there was just so much pressure on him to be the greatest ever, and even though he probably could have done everything without it, he just... Felt compelled to. Uh, Arod's a weird case too. Well, Arod yeah, is weird with, himself, so I get it. Right. He's a weird <laughs> the thing person. To know is it just it doesn't make sense for him to like keep doing it unless it was just like, well, it got me this far. But it's weird because he's already secured his big contract. He's not about to be a free agent. So like that's all weird. But yeah, like Grant. Brisby, yeah, I'm not gonna say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's what I was saying. Like Grant Brisby posted. Um, and his thing is like he's Cano is actually an example of why to do it because he got his big contract. The Mariners still owe him 120 million dollars even after all this. He's still yep. getting paid, and you know, of course that's speculating that he did do it like way beforehand, like even in the minors and stuff. Which again we have no official proof of. I mean, we technically have no proof that he did PEDs. There's it, it, it's all speculation and like i actually i wrote about it myself um the other day because i was uh i was doing i was doing the news and that night the same day that it came out 
and I was like, I think I mentioned to you in our PSA Slack that like I was debating on even like putting this in the news because it was just like something I didn't really want to like invite people to discuss. So you, <laughs> but I decided about it. I, so I decided <laughs> to bring it into the news, and what happened was I ended up going on an 800 word rant in the news. So I reached out to the editor Tyler and I was like, "Hey, um, I don't think the news is the right place for this." Was this something you would want to run? And he read it. He uh, gave the green light, and uh, I ended up posting like an actual article where I'm basically like, first of all, like yeah, he probably did take PEDs, or that's probably the situation because that's the only thing that makes sense, even though that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> but also, I don't give a shit. I really don't. I don't, I don't understand why baseball is the only sport where, like, PEDs are looked upon as, like, murdering someone. Or, or actually, well, if we're talking about the NFL, murdering someone doesn't even matter. Right, Ray Lewis? Hey. Apparently not. <laughs> but the point is, like, people vilify for PEDs and steroids in baseball, and we're in every other sport, like football, hockey, is just, like, brushed off. Like, oh, okay, yeah. next. They like, <laughs> like, they let's like just move on. Yeah. I guess someone tweeted, if PEDs allowed Robinson Cano to play longer, I don't see how that's a bad thing. Exactly. It's like if you're if they're giving your you know your perennial stars the people you go to watch baseball an ability to play longer, who cares? There's no magic formula that's making you know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Pete Cosma. I was about to say Pete Cosma, but I think Pete Cosma is actually doing well on the Tigers. So well, he might have stolen like Michael Jordan's secret stuff from Space Jam exactly, because but that's my he's that's another story. <laughs> but that's my whole point. Like they're not, you know, PEDs aren't making Pete Cosma hit like Robinson Cano. They're not making, you know, Chris Stewart hit like Barry Bonds. It, it just doesn't happen. To, to act yeah. like it's this magical, mystical formula. You know, it's just ludicrous. And if there is, I'd take it because I'd go play baseball. Right, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of people just imagine, like, oh, he's only good because he took PEDs. Like, then every single person would be take in the planet would just be taking it and become like three hundred millionaires, superstar baseball players. Like, no, like it's not something that just magically makes you good. That would be pretty. You still need. To- it would be. Imagine that, I guess, like, if the whole world's economy and everything revolved around people doing steroids and just playing baseball all the time. I'm assuming salaries would be a lot lower, because, like... Would well, it? Uh, or maybe well, just the price of everything else would go up. Milk would be, like, a million, or, you know, <laughs> 500,000. There's just milk with PEDs in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know those like uh, the, the 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 little twenty five cent drinks from the bodegas? Those have PEDs. In oh, it. that would be so nice. My wheel, <laughs> my uh, bodega wheelbarrows. Yes. <laughs> Just thumb, go buy like a Snickers in, bar with PEDs. Playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I, I think yeah. I'm about done talking about Robbie, but shame on you, Robbie. I still love you. I still wish the Yankees did not non negotiate with you. So that's pretty much where I am with that. <sighs> yeah, the, like the only thing I'll add is like I'm not even like upset that about him taking it. It's more just like it's just gonna bring on more of the terrible Robinson Cano takes that I already hate and yeah. piss me off. <laughs> Same. And like, yeah, it's not gonna be fun to read all this. I mean, I already hate. Listen, listen. Like I probably like 
you know, there was a time, maybe 2013, when I was like, yeah, I don't really want A-Rod on the team anymore because I have to constantly, I, I have to hear about the takes and crap like that, and it's just annoying. But, mm-hmm. you know, I never disliked the man, really. It's just annoying at the time. And it's more, I think it's more annoying to hear the takes than, it, like, to read, like, New York Post bullcrap about <sighs> that. And it's like, I don't even want to get into it, really, because... I, yes. You know, as as link dumpers, we have to search through the news and just to see those headlines. It's like I'm not even clicking this crap. So no, I screenshotted it and I didn't link to like the crap I used because I was like, I don't. The Yankees were justified. Shut the f- up. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, you're gonna have to do some editing there, but am I? Am I really? All right. I hope not, but <laughs> <laughs> I would leave it in. But all right, let's move on to happier topics. Clint Frazier's up. Woo! And we haven't seen him yet. No. Oh. Well, that's because he brought <laughs> he brought the literal thunder with him in addition to his own red thunder because uh, it rained a lot in um, D.C. this series. Like, as in they couldn't finish a game and they couldn't even play it on uh, Wednesday when they were scheduled to play two. So now they're split up, I believe. No, they're playing one day, I think, in June um, 17th. I think June 18th, 18th, but a one and a half header. It's not a double header because they've already played like half a game. Yeah, I think they're they're in New York. They have a day off, so they're gonna go down to DC, play, and then come back up. Yeah, so I think it's like Tampa. The Rays are visiting. They have a day off, and then the Mariners are visiting. At least DC's close by, and they don't have to go somewhere like I don't know San Francisco for a day and come back. Oh, that that'd be uh, that'd be nuts. DC's a is a good like quick day trip option for a baseball team. Yeah, I think I'd say take the Acela down, but I actually believe that's more expensive than a flight to DC, which makes no sense to me. But yeah, you know, travel in this country sucks. I'll say it's it right. so bad, it's so <laughs> awful. But more importantly, I hate though, American it's... Airlines. Oh God, they're the worst. And I, I'm not talking I about hope... that specific company. I'm talking about like all just American Airlines. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, there, uh, there's some. I'll say Sun Country has been pretty good to me here. Uh, I've really. Had no I, I don't even know anyway, that. So, but the point is, Clint Frazier is up, and what's good about that is that he even said like he's more excited about being up now than he was for being up for opening day last year, just because mm-hmm. it means his concussion symptoms are, you know, pretty much hopefully, I wouldn't say fully solved, but you know, he's playing baseball again, and that's really the most positive news of all. Yeah, he had, like, a very scary and, like, long road to recovery. Like, you read some of the quotes where he's like, I was driving and I felt hazy, you know, I was in my living room and I just couldn't, like, see what was around me. And it, had, brain stuff is scary shit, man. It's and, so scary. I, I'd be so... I mean, I slip on ice and I bang my head sometimes and I get nervous. But, like, yeah. that's just so frightening. And you think about, like... You know, all the people who play football who have those kind of issues and stuff, I, I can't even imagine. Like, it's just so frightening. Like, the brain is nothing to screw around with. No, it's not. But I will say, though, um, I think there was, like, hail in the forecast in D.C., but with no, Red they, Thunder coming... they DFA'd him. They DFA'd him. <laughs> <laughs> is that the joke you were going for? That was, that's exactly the joke <laughs> I was going for. Glad we're on the same page here. No, again... Yeah. Uh, Maya and I, and I think Matt, we're all in pretty much the same belief, and I think you too, that, yeah, the Twins and Yankees should just bounce back and forth between David Hale. 
Did they pick him up yet? I hope no, they haven't. We're both we're kind of rooting for them too. Oh come on, twins, do the thing. I know you need you need David Hale. I want to come. I want to go to Target Field and watch him pitch that one game and before he's DFA'd again and goes back to the Yankees. Just yell at him like, "Tell Judge I said hi when you end up there. <laughs> when you get DFA'd and go back to the Yankees again. <laughs> Tell Judge I said hi." <laughs> but what what's interesting about um, Clint Frazier is that they haven't really. I guess they didn't play him. And it's like, well, why did you bring him up to face, you know, if he's not going to face a lefty like he would have on Tuesday, like, why did you bring him up? But I guess with all the um, National League rules, it was like a pinch batter or something, but... Yeah, so it was, so Brian Cashman basically implied that uh, Frazier was up to for these National League games, which is weird because it's only like a two-game set. Like, are you really, like, messing with your roster for two games? Yeah. I mean, granted, like, the victim was David Hale, so who cares, but hey, it's just, hey. it's weird. I will not well, take I mean, this. <laughs> you can... I mean, who cares, because, like, you you know the Twins are going to take him, and then he's going to come back. Uh, it was it, He had been he'd right. been with the Yankees for, like, a week or two, so it was time. I'm just glad you're saying he doesn't have to go to Hale. <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> I am. But, I know. But, yeah, I mean, he's, Clint Frazier's going to D.C., so it's not like... You know, I mean, not DC, uh, KC, uh, Kansas City. Yeah. So after after yesterday's game was postponed, I guess he was just like, well, um, uh, he basically said that you know I'm sticking around for right now. Which, so I don't know what the Yankees are trying to do or or planning with him. Um, I hope they actually use him if he's up because he, Brian Cashman said that um, Brett Gardner and Aaron Hicks are their center fielders, which is fine. You know, I don't really want Clint Frazier or Aaron Judge in center field because neither, well, Clint Frazier I don't think particularly plays it well, even though, like, in Scranton they had him playing a few games in center before he was called up. But I just hope they actually use him. So, you know, it's hopefully just Brett Gardner and Aaron Hicks platooning center with, like, Frazier and left. Judge and right, and then like Stanton DHing, and then you know whenever Stanton's playing the field, they figure that all crap out. But yeah, it's gonna. Be... Point is, I, I hope he plays. Yeah, same here. I mean, he was he was just raking in Triple uh, A. Like it was it was really encouraging. Like doubles, home runs, just crushing it. Like it looked like that quick swing of his was just back, and it was just really good. And so, again, really encouraging to see, especially after you know considering all the health stuff, but. Yeah, they just need to find time for him, and no offense, but Aaron Hicks is not hitting. Gardner is starting to come around because, again, that's what Brett Gardner does. He's, he's the streakiest man alive. I know. I still love I love him for that. Again, I loved all the Twitter because, like, oh, Brett Gardner, does he seem dead? Is he gay? It's like, all right. You, you've seen this movie before, people. Come yeah. on. Like, We've is, been watching this movie for 11 years or 10 years I know. Now. Like, this is nothing new here. Come on. But... It, did, there was no new Jacoby Ellsbury news, was there? No, he hasn't died further since the last time he died more. <laughs> All right, good. He did get infinite. Oh no, no, sorry. Um, possible Avengers spoiler alert, but he was a victim of Thanos. Yeah, he got Thanos. He got Thanos. By the way, thank you for all the effort you put into that. That was amazing. <laughs> that took a lot of time. So <laughs> I know. I. You know what? I think I'm gonna use that for the. Please do. I need that to be used as many times as possible so I feel better about it. Oh, I will. I will. I promise you. But 
Yeah, no, so I'm hoping you get some playing time in Kansas City. I, again, I just want to see him play, want to see what he can do. Like, a, there, was a, there was a great article I uh, – I don't know, great, but it was a pretty decent article in the New York Post the other day about how, you know, these Yankees are fun, and it's because of, you know, players like Judge, Stanton. Oh, well, I mean, Stanton, yes, but more the homegrown, like you right. type of things, people coming up from the farm. And by the way, I actually would like to see Judge play more center field because – I'm one. I'm convinced he could do it because he seems to be a very good defensive outfield fielder. He's got he's got enough speed and or just enough leg length to get to the balls. And oh, I went there. And <laughs> and again, one stripe alley coming right back at you. Exactly. And again, we need to make room for Harper in right field when the Yankees sign him because that is my dream scenario. <laughs> yes. So I actually have a question. Shoot. You use this term homegrown. Does Clint Frazier, or do Clint Frazier and Glaber Torres count as homegrown? I guess not. They were they were trades, so they came up from the... Maybe they're just farmhands more than uh, homegrown, because... I think they're more than just farmhands. I don't know. I mean, but, you know, they came... They're not like the Scranton shuttle riders. <laughs> no, no, of course not. But, like, well, what would be the proper term for them? I mean, because you're right, they're not well, really well, homegrown. Well, that's why I'm asking, because, like, people have this notion that, like, oh, we need homegrown players only, like, you know, <laughs> like, there's some, sorry, <laughs> like, there's some <laughs> field of just, like, baseball players growing, waiting for the Yankees to, like, harvest them and, like, raise them. And so, like, if Clint Frazier ends up being, like, a car- like a career Yankee and, like, a Hall of Flame, a Hall of Fame player... Are we just going to be like, oh, well, she wasn't homegrown. Yeah. I don't know what, I, I don't, like, it's it's not that I care about homegrown. I just, I'm curious, like, I don't would, know. would that be any less of, like, an amazing thing? I don't is, think so. Just... I mean, it's, I think, especially, like, if they go to the Hall of Fame and stuff as, like, I would say, like, like lifelong career Yankees, like, you know, the type we love, like the Bernies, the Pettits, the Basadas. Or, you know, just people who came to the Yankees and played for their career, I guess. But I guess a lot of them were kind of homegrown farm players. So, yeah, I don't actually know the the proper like, term for yeah, that. Yeah, like, let's just say, like, him and Judge both end up, like, t- on the Yankees for the rest of their careers. And, like, in the Hall of Fame, they're both um, that have they go on to have these amazing careers. I was like, oh, well, Judge was homegrown. We had to trade for Clint Frazier. How weird is that? <laughs> Yeah, I, again, I, I'm not the proper person to answer that. I don't know if anybody has the answer to that. I know Mearns doesn't have the answer. Mearns! Mearns! All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. On to... Oh, I'd also just like to add, oh, I'm go. kind of over Aaron Hicks. Huh? I'm over Aaron Hicks. I'm not over him. Again, I, I owe a lot to that trade, as you well know. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I do, I do have an Aaron Hicks jersey that I am proud to wear. And so I'm not over him. It's just I don't really see a future for him on this team because the Yankees have other outfield prospects that are ready to come, you know, almost ready to come up. And they have, again, they have Clint Frazier, who seems ready now. And it's just they've kept Gardner this long, and Gardner is, I would say, more consistent than Aaron Hicks. So I don't really see them keeping him much longer you know it's and it's nothing against Aaron Hicks because I like Aaron Hicks it's just 
I think that if they're going to continue with this youth movement and everything like that, I don't see how they're keeping it. And of course, I'm talking about a youth movement when I'm also talking they're going to keep Brett Gardner. So, right. yeah, no, I think the thing with Hicks is just like he he shows these like months of like playing really well, and then like he gets hurt, and then just like catches a case of the suck. And I think that's just what's going on right now. And like he he may have a couple good weeks, but it's just like I don't know what like. Not just the future is like I don't know necessarily if like those like random spurts of like him being really good like he was in the beginning of last year like he had like a like a week or two I think this year where he was really good like are those like enough to show the Yankees like he's somebody worth investing time in? Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, I agree. It's one of those things. It's like I don't. Like, the problem is he hasn't really shown consistency. Like, in 2017, he had that really good start, and then he got injured, and then he came back and wasn't all that great. So it's like, right. it's it's just really hard to judge. And I'm not saying because of Aaron Judge, because I love Judge. You realize he's having, poss- you know, he's hitting not as many home runs, and I think he's having a better season because he's just hitting everything now. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was, I saw there's a, which I'm assuming you're going to use, but I saw there's a Fangraph article. It's like the strike zone is getting worse and Judge is still getting better. So, like, he's he's laying off breaking balls or hitting them, and it's just he's he's fixed that flaw in his game, and it's really impressive. Yeah, there was, like, an MLB.com article the other day where about Judge in the strike zone, and it was, like, I think he was, like, a 100 hitter against breaking balls, so, like, sliders and curveballs last year. And, like, this year he's hitting, like, 360 against them. That's good. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, thank you for fixing that. Uh-huh. I see you've decided to um just be really good at this. <laughs> Level up. Yeah, so last year he hit 205 and slugged 425 against breaking balls. This year he's hitting 364 and slugging 659. That's a marginal improvement, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he went from like tied for 134th of two uh, 101 hitters to tied for eighth oh, of 152 okay. with hitters. You know, dep- like those who meet like the meet the minimum uh, at bats. But yeah, judge good. Judge good. Judge good. Hicks, we don't know. <laughs> Hicks, yeah. it's basically. But I agree. Like I don't know. Like I was saying, I don't know what they're gonna do with Hicks. Uh. Yeah, and, like, during the offseason, I was all aboard the Hicks train because it was, like, him or Jacoby Ellsbury, and we knew he was going to die. And he is proving us right with his deadness. (laughs) You know who else has not been good recently? I know. Don't say it. Say it. Sir Didi Gregorius. I know. It's, it's, He's been in a slump. Yes. May has not been his month. No, again, like, it would have been hard-pressed for him to have the same kind of... uh, May as he did April, because, again, he won Player of the Month for the American League in April, but, yeah, it, it's, I would, looks like, it looks like just a combination of bad luck and just, you know, poor swings, but I think he'll, you know, get better, but, yeah, no, he has not been a, he's not been as euphorious as usual. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know what happened, if, or if something happened, but from his, like, I think he was, like, among, like, the league leaders in, like, every category, and that's, like, gone down significantly so far. Yes, it has. Um, but 
I don't see, I don't have any reason to believe he won't, you know, turn it around, but yeah, it's been not fun. <laughs> yeah, I miss, I miss April Sir Didi. April Sir Didi was really good. However, there is some amazing Didi news. Um, so I'm pretty sure you saw it, but, uh, Foco is making a Sir Didi Gregorius emoji bobblehead. It's like a Sir Didi bo- bobblehead, him holding up like a OMG uh, balloon, and like under him are all the emojis he uses for for players. Yeah, I saw that. It actually looks really cool. <laughs> well, I'll find out because the um the, the company got in touch with me uh, via Twitter DM. And they're going to send me a sample, and I'm going to review it for the site, and I am so excited for this. The the, the downside of not having a Twitter. <laughs> then I log on to Twitter.com and I see everything else. Like, yeah, okay, that's that, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> the positives do not outweigh the negatives. No, they do not. <laughs> but, no, it was really nice of them. I, I appreciate it, and... Again, no, that sounds really cool. That's I, awesome. I said, I'm all for reviewing stuff for free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> MYY Steak sent me, you know, sent me an invite. I came. I had a great time. Steak was delicious. I wrote about it. I, I like this method. <laughs> I am willing to accept free stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How big of you? <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I, I don't like to describe myself as a hero, but maybe. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> but no i appreciate it speaking of bobbleheads um just a quick this is a in matters to the twins like their their star wars day is coming up on tuesday and what's how was every team's star wars day not on may the 4th because sometimes they're not here <laughs> so so anyway they have a joe mauer uh or joe solo bobblehead it's joe mauer sitting in like the uh, millennium falcon gun turret and you have to buy a special like star wars day experience thing it, there's also like a really nice millennium falcon t-shirt with the tc logo like right in the middle and i was originally just going for that just because the t-shirt's awesome i was like eh, i'm not gonna you know buy the whole ticket to wait in line to buy the bobblehead until i found out that the bobblehead talks Wait, I'm sorry. Before we, first of all, that sounds awesome. Yes, but, but you have to buy a ticket to be able to stand in the line to buy the bobblehead. No, what? no, no. You don't. You, the the ticket gets you on a line where they hand out the bobblehead. Like, oh, okay. I was like, wait, are you purchasing the privilege to purchase a bobblehead? No, no, not that. It's like, <laughs> it's just a special. Like, oh, it's like a small pack package or something like that. Yeah, like it's not even. I will say this: it's not even an add-on. Like, cause you know the price doesn't increase at all. It's really just, oh. you know, you get this, you know, special thing to make sure you want the bobblehead, and then you just go and wait online. I think it's a way to make sure, like, one, you get it if you want it, and two, so that, um. I guess it's a bit more efficient way of doing these kind of giveaways. I don't know. The important thing is the bobblehead talks and it has like two different Joe Mauer. It has Joe Mauer saying two different things like great play twins. That was one in a million in his. Really? Oh yes. <laughs> Please tell me he's like completely like deadpan, like Joe Mauer well, style. According to Maya, it's like the most excited Joe Mauer is most animated. Joe Mauer has ever been. <laughs> and it's still kind of bland, which is amazing. Um, 
I'm gonna have to go look this up after we're done here because oh, this sounds awesome. I'll link it to you like almost immediately after or during. Yes, knows. please do. And it also and the bobblehead will also make like Millennium Falcon sound effects, like the shots and then it going into hyperspace. So once I found out that it talked, I said, "All right, that changes everything. Like now I need <laughs> to have this." Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. So all right, back to the Yankees. Um. Sonny Gray yeah. and Austin Holy... Romine, their tandem did not work the last time. <laughs> no, it did not. Shocking. Yes. Shocking, shocking, shocking. If you pitch poorly, it doesn't matter who's catching. Look at that. Yeah, surprisingly, uh, who's catching doesn't matter if you still throw meatballs down the middle. Damn. Who knew? Who knew? Who saw this coming? And again, it's not, I'll, I'll... it's not that Austin Romine's bat has been terrible in the lineup he's actually come through in the clutch quite a bit it's just that this whole notion that Sonny Gray needs Austin Romine to catch when he really just needs to pitch better is just ludicrous yeah and like like when we first talked about it like you had mentioned like Luis Severino pitches to Gary Sanchez CC Sabathia pitches to Gary Sanchez Tanaka pitches to Sanchez none of them seem to have a problem with it yeah, exactly like this is nothing new here you know, these players have been pitching to Gary Sanchez fine, and nothing really terrible happens. It's really just you, buddy. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, I just, again, I, I don't mean to rag on Austin Romine as much as we do. He's a fine backup catcher. Okay. <laughs> He's not, okay. He might be one of the worst backup catchers in baseball. All right, fine. But <laughs> I, He's really bad, man. But who, I'll just say it like this. There's really no one better out there to get for a backup catcher. No, that's fine. Like, I'm not even talking about, like, with the bat. Because, like, all right, fine, you're a backup catcher. But he's not really good defensively either. No. He's really he, – again, and this is – again, this was always the argument. It's that you, people rag on Gary Sanchez's past balls, and I get why. But Gary Sanchez also has an accurate cannon for an arm. To the point where he shut, he almost single-handedly shuts down the running game. Austin Romine does not have that ability, nor can you no. teach it to him. It was um, what was in the opening series against the Blue Jays? Um, was David Cohn described Josh Donaldson as like pie throwing balls from third to first? That's Austin <laughs> Romine's career. <laughs> like, ugh! did it go? Did it get there? Meanwhile, it hasn't even made to the made it to the pitcher. Yeah, but ugh. Again, like, just pitch better. And maybe he will. Maybe with, you know, I'm hoping he can figure it out. Like, he had two pretty solid games before his clunker against his former team. So, you know, I'm willing to give Gray the benefit of the doubt there. It's just I don't think having Gary Sanchez behind the plate will matter as much as they think it will or he thinks it will. But whatever. 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 Yeah, and like, like yeah, it's not that... You know, I think there's somebody. I mean, I'm, I think there's a lot of people better who could have been, who could be had to back, be a backup catcher. I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> I think a, I contradicted my I own you, point. I think you were going for a Kyle Higashioka uh, call, maybe. I don't know. I honestly, I lost my train of thought because I think I like contradicted myself. I don't know. Austin Romine sucks. <laughs> All right, moving, moving right along. Yeah. Let's, let's that's all. That's enough about that. All right, let's move on to the positives. Um, the Yankees are winning a lot. Yeah, they won seven consecutive series in a row before you know rain. Rain, yeah. Decided, 
but yeah, they're they're beating everybody. They uh they did well against the Red Sox. You know, couldn't quite sweep them, but came close. Uh, they beat the Athletics in the again the Athletics offense is good, and you know a lot of a couple come from behinds. You know, they're they're scoring late. They're hitting sack flies. They're doing it all. Like line drives down the line, dingers, dongs, thick, juicy dongs. <laughs> juicy dongs. <laughs> And yeah, so they're doing everything they need to do. And again, like that was the, that's the thing. Winning series gets you to the postseason. It's that simple. It it winning games winning games uh, is better than losing games. I agree. Yes, uh, you know the important analysis here. <laughs> I think if they score more runs than the other team, they should be able to win more games. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, yeah. And they should they should keep doing that. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word that's, for it. I mean, that's been, like, the best part of the winning streak is, like, that they've scored more runs than the other team in the, the games that they won. Yes, that that has been pretty nice. And and they won a lot of games in a row. That was my favorite part about the winning streaks. I'll also say, like, the, again, the bullpen's looking good, you know. Green, green still yeah, looks good. Th- I think um, I was listening to the most uh, recent episode of uh, Effectively Wild, the fan Fangraphs podcast, mm-hmm. and... They were doing like a mailbag episode and they were talking about bullpens and I don't forget what the exact conversation was but and how they were ranking them. But to this point in the season, the Yankees bullpen is apparently ranked number one in whatever they were ranked, however they were ranking them. But it's weird because like I just from watching the games and paying, it doesn't seem like they've been as like shut down or dominant as expected, but it's still been, you know, good, solid. And it's weird to think that the, the bullpen could improve once, like, Tommy Canely comes back, once Adam Warren comes back, and then once, like, some of the guys who are in there right now and pitching, like, you know, can just find some consistency almost. I'll say this. Because, like, even, like... I mean, I'll say this if you're talking about consistency. You know, I think we might have ragged on Jonathan Holter a Pasop or two ago, but he hasn't been that terrible, you know, all things no, yeah, considered. No, yeah, he like he he bro- he broke camp with the team, right? Like he made the opening day roster, if I'm not mistaken. I'll just and say yes. I don't actually know the answer to that. Even if he didn't, he was up within like a week. So I, but I think he did, and he was really bad. So they sent him down, and since he's been back up, he's been really good. Yeah, he's been able to hold her there. And then um, what's his name? Uh, RC Cola. He AJ Cole. He. Pitched well. I mean, he kept him in a game until they wound up winning. You know, and that's that's all you can really ask for. I had no idea he pitched, so. <laughs> I, think, I think it was once or twice. But no, I mean, yeah. Oh, all right. I forgot that we needed to bring this up, too. Speaking of A.J. Cole. Yes, so, I was about to. Yeah, so <laughs> if you listen to our last Basop, um, I mentioned how I haven't had uh, RC Cola in a long time. So I happen to be near a... No store here, and they had it, and I got a bottle of it, and let me just say, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's vile. I couldn't finish the bottle, and it had this horrible aftertaste. So, I blame AJ Cole for this, because it's clearly his fault for making me try an RC Cola again. There's a reason I haven't had it in a while. It's trash. <laughs> you probably hadn't had it in a while, because it's not it's, good. It's, and you definitely would not have had it if I was able to remember AJ Cole's name. Yes, exactly. So it's kind of your fault, too, but I'll blame him more than you. 
Is is he going to be your Mitre of the week, or do you want to keep that a hidden surprise for now? <laughs> Spoiler alert: It is him for that reason. But, yes. But um, yeah, no. Uh, so God, it, it was swill. Like I was, I was visibly angry while drinking it. God, but I'm happy I hadn't seen it first and like decided to give it a shot then. But oh, but speaking, of, you know, we were just talking about the Yankees being number one. I can see that. Even if the Yankees' bullpen hasn't been as super lights out as they thought, but I think it also is a testament to the fact that there aren't that many good bullpens in in the major leagues right now. Like a lot of them are no, not yeah. real. Like Boston's, outside of maybe Kimbrel and who you know. <laughs> Can we talk about Boston's bullpen for a second? Oh, let, let did please. you see the Did you see the thing with Carson Smith? No. What What did I miss? So Carson Smith, I forgot who they were playing, but. He had a poor outing. So you know how many relievers or many pitchers, when they, like, have a bad outing, they'll, like, throw their glove into the dugout? Yeah. Well, apparently he uh, separated his shoulder while doing that. What? (laughs) And is, like, injured because of that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow, that's, like, Metzian. It's so funny. That's... That's that's literally like a Mets injury. It's it really is. Oh my god, that's oh. amazing. But yeah. yeah, but seriously though, there aren't that many good bullpens out there, you know. With you know all the things the Yankees have done well, a lot of other like again like Boston, except for really you know Craig, uh, Craig Kimball and Joe Kelly. I don't think they're maybe Heath Hembry. I don't even know, but their bullpen hasn't been that. You know, good, and it also helps that the Yankees have hit off their bullpen. Except again, they right. couldn't couldn't fully mount the comeback against Kimbrel for the third game of that series. But the Yankees are doing well against opponents like relievers. You know, especially like you know the the closers of every team. Like I think in the last like four or five series, they faced every closer and like gotten a win off of every single one. Like they got a win off of Kimbrel. They won off of Ken Giles. They won off of uh, Rodney. Fernando Rodney, <laughs> uh, whoever the angel closer is, I don't even know if it's a real person, but let's just pretend that there's, but, so, they've been doing their work, not just against, like, not just beating up on, like, bad bullpens, but also beating up on the best of the bad bullpens, too, like, so, you know, the one or two good arms in bullpens. I will say this, too, uh, except after that Yankees, uh, loss, Rodney's actually been pretty lights out. I mean, he still makes it. That's okay in- with me. <laughs> he still makes it interesting because he is Fernando Rodney. But again, I I tend to watch more Twins games than I used to, you know, in past years or ever. And yeah. so I noticed these things. I will say this though, you have like if there was any um thing to see live, it is when Fernando Rodney comes in from you know comes into the game. It is literally an experience. Like. Can you, like, record it the next time? I, I intend to, because I need to show you this for the next time. Yeah. I, again, I'm hoping maybe he'll show up for Star Wars night, because then I'll record it. The other problem... Because I don't plan on being at, like, Twins games or, like, watching Twins games anytime soon. Why not? So. Come out here. Have, have a, we could have a good time. Well, I would actually like to come out there. I, I'm, I meant more just watching Twins games. Oh, yeah. No, if but... you come out here, you should go to Target Field. It's a great place to watch a ballpark. It could take you to Camarchecks, get some, like, brats and... Polish sausage. Yes. They're so good. Oh my god. You're you would be definitely be my tour guide of Minneapolis. Yeah. I mean there's not too much, but yeah, no, it'd be pretty nice. Alright. Seems like a good place for like a quick weekend trip then. Exactly. 
Bring Roma. Yeah. I should. Yes. Maybe you should. She gets a shout out on the podcast. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Uh, I think that was all of our major topics about the Yankees. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's really also not much to discuss when you miss two games and there's two off days. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so... Monday was an off day, today's an off day, yesterday was postponed, half of the other day was yeah, we postponed. We really haven't had a full game of baseball since Sunday. Yeah. And there's a part of me that's sad, but there's also a part of me that has found it kind of nice to have a week off. It's It's been nice. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's been just like, oh, okay, this is... This is kind of (laughs) nice. All right. So let's just move right on to our Yankee and (laughs) me tray of the week. Again, we've already spoiled who mine is. It's AJ Cole for making me drink RC Cola. And God, it's just such swill. It's disgusting. I don't recommend it at all. (laughs) So who is your me tray of the week? Well, even though we were just singing the rain's praises, I'm going to give my me tray of the week to the rain. I can see that. Because I don't know how, like, almost four days off of is going to, like, bode well for, like, a team that was playing really well. It's like, is this, like, too much time off? Also, you know, they're going to have to come back in June and try and, like, get, like, you know, four games in in the span of, like, three days. A week after, they're going to have to go to Detroit and do the same thing because of the... Detroit games that got canceled at that or postponed at that time, and they have a doubleheader that they're squeezing into an off day there. So, as much as it, it's it's nice in the present, I think I don't like it for potential long term. So, the rain is my metre of the week. Yeah, I hear that, and I agree. Rain sucks. It sucked when I was working at a MLBAM. It sucks when I'm watching. It sucks for the team. It sucks for everybody, except people who actually <laughs> have indoor or retractable roof stadiums. Which I wish, like, all teams did. I do, but at the same time... I... Well, not indoor, but a retractable roof. Yeah. They need I don't to... want, like, everything in a dome. What I you know, want, like an... maybe what they really should do is just invent force field technology. That's, that, that'd be even better. Yeah. I don't see... Because it's definitely, like, frustrating to, like, you know, carve a day out to go to a ball game and then have it get, like, rained out or, like, rain delay so you don't get to enjoy it. You spend money on tickets, food... And it's not easy to, like, get to games, like, for everybody. Like, for me, it takes, like, about an hour, hour, ten minutes each way. So it's not too bad, but it's still, like, an effort. And then, like, a day, a game, like, you know, I could have spent, like, 50 bucks on a ticket. And if it gets postponed to, like, a, a weekday day game, I can't go. And it's I'm out 50 bucks. Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, for me, it's about a five-minute drive. <laughs> that must be nice. <laughs> Indeed. All right, who is your Yankee of the week? My Yankee of the week is going to be Tyler Austin. Really? So All right. Bef- 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 he hadn't been like doing particularly well for like a like a week or so now. He'd been suspended and hurt, or hurt then suspended and bad in between and after. But on Tuesday, the little that of baseball that we did get, Tyler Austin hit a two-run home run off of uh, Gio Gonzalez. And also, like, had a sack fly to tie the game. Yes. Which is funny, because if he hadn't hit that sack fly, I think that game would have been called with the Nats, actually, the Nationals actually winning. So, Tyler Austin's responsible for the Yankees not taking a loss there. Well, there you go. I mean, of course, it would have been nice if he hit a grand slam, but I guess what, right. I can't be too picky. 
Although that's funny because we were talking about like consecutive series. Like, so if the, that game was called due to rain and like the Nats, the final score is three to two, but that's the only game they played. Does that break their winning series streak? I, I guess it would, right? Yeah, I think so. So good job, Tyler Austin. All right, bravo. All right, uh, my Yankee of the week is uh, John Carlos Stanton because, Ooh. yeah, he again not not exactly the hardest pick, but. Uh, he's really starting to, you know, come alive and hit the balls and wait, hit the balls well. Wait, are you saying John Carlos Stanton is good at baseball? I might be saying that, yes. Wow, that is like breaking news because if everybody else was to be believed, he is bad and uh, should be sent back to Miami. Yes, exactly. I mean, maybe they could trade him for Martin Prado, which I think they're. Pro- What's sad is there are probably some fans out there who think they should do that. Yeah, <laughs> probably for whatever reasons. Even though you know Miguel Andujar is here. Yeah, I'll say Andujar has cooled off a bit. He's still getting singles and stuff like that, but nowhere near the extra base hit machine that he was. But no, actually, we should talk about that a little bit. Um, so. Brandon Drury was officially activated from the disabled list, and he was optioned to AAA Scranton. And part of that was because, well, actually, most of that was Miguel Andujar. Like, even though he's cooled off a little bit, a bit right now, when he first came up to uh, take Drury's spot, he was just hitting all the doubles. So Brian Cashman said, you know, Andujar's earned his chance right now, so we're gonna ride with him, you know. As long as, you know, he can pick it back up, turn it back around. This is hopefully just a slump, but, you know, if he gets back out of it, the job is his right now. Yep, pretty much. And uh, nothing – I said I think that's the right way to go as of right now. I mean, yeah, he's slowed down a bit, but he's still – this is this is his time to shine. And Yeah. It's just cool that the Yankees are actually, like, you know, giving him the opportunity. Like, we were talking about, like, potential roster crunch situation. Like, how are – what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Because – and like this was obviously like always a possibility that they just kept up Andujar and you know sent Drury down, but I felt like for all the possibilities that like you know if you're weighing the percentages, it was probably like the least likely or second least likely, the least likely being that they just send down Ronald Torres. Like I don't think he's going down to the minors anytime mm, soon. No, no, he is not. Neither is so, Glaber because Glaber good. Well, no, this is his this is his job. Yeah. Because that that's pretty much his to not lose. I think he's pretty much got right. it. Yeah. So yeah, all in all, uh, Yankees have been good. I said we. Yay. Again, like we definitely had a little bit of bad to talk about on this Basop, but really, again, not much. And <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I was say, there's just not much Yankees to talk about either. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But it's been nice. Not too bad. Yeah, it's you know, I'm happy again. Like I was saying, like we're talking about. Uh, and Duhard getting the chance. This is why I want, you know, Clint Frazier to get his chance, because, I mean, so far, giving them chances has worked out well, so let's hope it continues yeah. with Clint Frazier over, like, a, a Aaron Hicks or someone. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I will toot my ho- own horn a little bit, though, because the Yankees are off to go face the Royals this weekend, uh-huh. which, in Kansas City, Missouri. Yes, and so you know how Missouri loves company. Bravo. Thank you. I did that in my uh, National Ser- the Yankees versus National Series preview, and I just wanted to do it again because I love that joke. It's pretty good. And <laughs> not to tune my own horn for a bit, but 
<laughs> anyway, that's that was my only joke for that. <laughs> that was well done too. All right. Uh, one last thing to mention, and I'm super excited about this. Uh, apparently, it was announced today, as of this is uh, May 17th of the recording of this podcast, that next year John Wick 3 will be out. One year from today, we will not be podcasting. Nope. <laughs> not. We'll be watching John Wick. Oh yes, I am. So stoked for the John Wick series. Since we've mentioned John Wick and Avengers in this podcast, I will still bring up – I'll bring up that meme I saw once again where it was like, well, what's our strategy against uh, Thanos? Then Thanos, Thanos walks into the room and like kills a dog and then John Wick walks into the room like, who killed my dog? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I also love the uh, – what was it about – oh, uh, my, I, I just love that – Actually, I don't like this at all, but I almost could have given my Mitre of the Week to Howie Kendrick because, again, even on the Nationals, on a different team, facing oh. different pitchers, he hits like a double again. He, I don't know what we did to make him our John Wick. Like, <laughs> did the Yankees like metaphorically kill his dog? I don't know, but why like, does he the baseball, hate us so much? Whatever the baseball equivalent to killing somebody's dog is, I think the Yankees did that to Howie Kendrick. No, seriously. Like, if, you know, it's just talking to Maya and stuff is like if the twins really wanted to like have a weapon against the Yankees they should absolutely sign Howie Kendrick because he destroys yeah. us doesn't matter the team the pitcher anything I I, I wonder I, like I wonder what a like a wild card situation with like the or like not the, or just a postseason series like twins versus Yankees but the twins have Howie Kendrick I'd be which afraid. fate would like I would be scared because I believe that the Howie Kendrick uh, magic would overweigh, like the outweigh the twins' shit luck, but the twins' shit luck is still pretty strong. I don't know. It's just, um, I just, they, they maybe they, if they walked Howie Kendrick, like just walk him, put him on yes. base. He's getting there anyway, no matter what. <laughs> just don't let him do anything at all. I don't understand. Like it would probably happen where like Howie Kendrick would go four for four with four home runs. But then, like, the Yankees would just walk it off against Fernando Rodney. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just want to know what – I would love – like, he was someone I would love to actually interview or talk to. I was like, can I ask you, what did the Yankees do to you? It's like, why? Why? <laughs> I'm, just... I'm sorry. Can I apologize on their behalf? Yeah. Can I buy you, like, some flowers or chocolates or another dog? I don't know. But <laughs> stop hurting us. You should take them out for pork buns. Yes. Pork buns that are is the universal solution. That is part of your brand. Yes, that is that is my literal brand, taking people I yes. meet online to go get Hirata pork buns at Ipido. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. All right, let's end. Again, we're ending this with a happy ending, Hirata pork bun talk. Yes, I got my happy ending. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you can, of course, you know, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave thoughts, comments. You can follow us on pinstripealley.com. You can follow me at I'm not an HR hitter on Twitter. Uh, Shaw, where can they follow you today, if anywhere? I think we know the answer to this at Pornhub. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Pornhub. And that, assuming that's their Twitter handle, I don't know, and I, that's why like I don't actually know, but I'm assuming it is. Also, that's where you could follow I'll me. I'll search that after this. <laughs> but you do that, <laughs> I will. 
But yes, you can uh, follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. You can always come on the site and comment. Leave a message for us. Tell us we're doing well. Tell us you like pork button. I don't care. I don't know. Or offer me free stuff, except for RC Cola, because I'm never drinking that again. I really thought you were going to say, tell us you like Pornhub when you started to say pork bun. <laughs> tell us you like Pornhub. Why not? Tell, come on to pinstripevalley.com and tell us how much you like Pornhub. Oh my god, if they do that, Tyler's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I am actually Matt Provenzano, and he is actually Merns! Merns! Oh, yes. They're just, um, you know they're what? just acting as us. <laughs> Besides the Pornhub ending, we will end this on a happy note. As uh, one of our writers, Matt Provenzano, he has moved on to run uh, SB Nation uh, sister site, Beyond the Box Score. He is now the head managing editor there. So congrats to Matt Provenzano. Maybe we'll have him on the podcast sometime. Didn't we do that last week? Have him on the podcast? No, congratulate him. Did we? I, I think so. You don't deserve you don't deserve two congratulations, Matt. Oh, okay. But if we didn't do it, then you know, congrats. I honestly don't. Remember. <laughs> I feel like I, I remember talking about this. It's funny, like, cause I I not only talk on this podcast, but I edit it, so I I literally listen to this twice, and sometimes I'll even listen to it again, you know, at work or something. So I should remember these things, but I do not. <laughs> well. If we didn't, congratulations. If we did, we take it back. Exactly. And um, celebrate by going on Pornhub, I guess. <laughs> Woo! All right. So for Pornhub, Kunshaw, <laughs> and I guess maybe Matt Provenzano, I'm Greg Kirkland saying so long, and if the rain does not screw us over again, go Yankees. go <laughs> I thought you were ending. We hadn't mentioned him today, so. Oh, yeah. He's rehabbing. Good for him. Yeah, he's moved up to double A. Woohoo! All right. Bye, everybody. See ya.